Well, we want to talk about now, next, and never. As the new year begins, it is a good time to have a look at life, your life, the life of Christ that you are experiencing, the life of the church, the life of the kingdom of God here on earth, and to look at how things are right now, an honest look at yourself as a disciple of Jesus. And then to think about what's next in your life and how you should prepare for the steps the Spirit is going guiding you to take in the year 2022. And then thirdly, to even look back and see the things that you have done in the past year, which should never be repeated in the new year. So we're going to look at now, next, never. And as I have been reading God's Word, there's been a number of verses that have stood out to me, that have spoken to me personally, and I hope they'll speak to you. First one's found in the prophet Micah, chapter 4, verse 12. And it reads, But they do not know what the Lord is planning. They do not understand His strategy. They do not know what the Lord is planning. They do not understand His strategy. And you know, as believers, we can know what the Lord is planning, what the Lord is doing next. And we need to take the time and make the effort to listen to the Spirit for His direction and for His guidance. Our own personal life, the life of the church, changes in the kingdom, all of that can be known to us as we move forward in the year 2022. The second verse that has really hit home for me was Lamentations chapter 3, verse 40, and it says, Let us carefully examine our ways and let us return to the Lord. In other words, examine what we're doing and how we're doing it and what are the results of what we're doing and see if maybe we've wandered or drifted from the center of the road and ended up in a ditch someplace. I mean, even Hebrews 2.1 says, Therefore, pay close attention to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. So we should, Micah says, we can know what the Lord is planning to do, and that's the future. Lamentation says we should examine our ways, things that are, we are doing now, to make sure that we're still in the center of the will of God. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28 says, A person should examine himself first. So we need to have an honest look at our current spiritual life or even if there isn't life. Sometimes we have spiritual something, but it doesn't appear much as life. Are we simply going through the motions without the emotions? Have we reached a point where our spiritual practices are no longer giving us new life every day and may even be preventing us from experiencing life? So a person should examine himself first. And then Paul again, in 2 Corinthians this time, chapter 13, verse 5 says, Examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. So I think at the beginning of a new year, that is something we need to be doing. As the Holy Spirit gently and graciously led me to and through these verses and a few others, I came to the place where I realized he wanted me to carefully examine my walk with Jesus and thus the way I was living my life as a believer. So, 
Questions like, how did 2021 go? And what did I learn throughout the year? What is it that I see that needs some adjustments or tweaking in my life? Am I really experiencing life and doing so abundantly? Because John 10.10 says that we should have life and be experiencing it abundantly. Have I fallen into any ruts without realizing it? If I continue to do what I'm currently doing, will it get me to where I want to be, need to be, where God wants me to be? What lessons did I learn in 2021 that need to be considered now as I look at 2022? Am I satisfied with my spiritual journey? And if not, why not? So it's time to examine 2021 and to look at the current state of affairs in my life. That's what I think the Lord is leading us to do. And then to plan whatever changes are needed to bring things back to where they should be or where I would like them to be and to move forward. Forward to a place where I'm experiencing and enjoying a daily encounter with the Lord. Moving forward to a place where my spiritual life really has life. Moving forward to a place where life in general can once again be honoring to the Lord and a witness to others. Being somewhat practical in my approach to life, daily life, and my spiritual life, I broke things down into three categories so as not to be overwhelmed as I examined and planned. I believe they are categories that the Spirit of God gave to me. And as I said, they are now, next, and never. So let's look at now. What is my reality today, right now? Where are things at in my life currently? I look at things such as my emotional health, my physical health, relational health, how I'm doing in my relationships with others, my financial health, spiritual health, mental health. Where are things at in my life currently now? And I specifically look at things like boundaries. Am I keeping boundaries and not allowing people to walk all over me? Do I have margin in various areas of my life, or am I living life well to the edge and therefore cannot handle anything that's emotionally an emergency? I look at relationships and the way that I relate to others. I examine my time. Am I wasting it? Am I spending it? Or am I really investing it? And those are the only three things you can do with time. And then I look at whether there's forgiveness or unforgiveness in my life. I examine right now, is there sin in my life, intentional or unintentional? What am I doing for entertainment? What are my spare time activities? And what have I been learning? What's my education? What am I reading? What am I doing to grow? That's all under the category of now. The second thing I look at, and the second area that I'm interested in, is next. And so, what do I sense the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, is doing now, and what will He be doing next? And what will 2022 hold for me within this context of a current move 
of the Holy Spirit. Is there something I need to be doing to prepare for the changes that are coming, the things that are next, the changes that are coming in society, in my own life as they relate to the world and in the church, changes in the kingdom? What will be my next biggest challenge? What opportunities do I see coming my way? And what must I do to be prepared for them? What needs to change for me to be in line with God's plan for the year and what he is asking me to do or to do differently in this new year? In other words, what's next? What is God speaking specifically to me for the year 2022? What's next in my life? As a disciple of Jesus, we need to recognize that nothing remains the same as God is always moving us forward and upward. So I believe the beginning of a new year, we should look at where things are at now, discover from the Lord what is coming next, and then we need to look back to the past year and see what happened and what needs to change. You know, things that you should never do again or never allow to happen another time. Now, I'm thinking specifically about, is there too much clutter in my life? Am I moving too fast and not taking regular times to reflect? Were there times in the past where I didn't step out in faith and I should never sit back and be passive again? Not connecting at a real life-giving level with another human being? Have I been passive spiritually, both privately and publicly at home and in assemblies in church? Too much attention to details that are not important? Have I bogged down in mundane and unimportant things? Am I missing the big picture? Did I fail to build meaningful relationships, living life on the surface? I need to look at what have, I have been doing in the past year and what things that I did do that I should never do again, especially not in the next year. What do you see that needs to change? Things you should never do again or allow to happen another time. So now, next, never. A simple way to look, to take a look at who you are and where you might be heading and not repeat mistakes of the past. So let me remind you again of several of the scriptures that led me to this self-examination. Lamentations 3, verse 40. Let us carefully examine our ways and let us return to the Lord. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-eight. A person should examine himself first. 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourself. So now, in my life, I like to approach things like this in a very practical and down-to-earth way. So over the years, I've designed that simple but practical and effective way to examine my personal way of life and to see whether opportunities are present to open myself further to what God has for me. And to do that in a practical way, there are again three things I look at first one is a page, the second one is a person, and the third one is a plan. 
to keep track of what's happening in my life, the now, the next, the, the never, I use a page. Our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, that's our soul, increases in health as we embrace reflection and become more self-aware of where we are at and what needs to change. You know, when we become more aware of the now, the next, and the never. And the best way to work through this life process is to have a journal in which you record your thoughts and your feelings. Journaling provides a non-judgmental invitation to examine your life. Journaling, writing your thoughts and your feelings down on a page, journaling allows you to express yourself in a very non-judgmental way, to write down your prayer requests and note the answers to your prayers, record and think about questions you are asking God, think more concretely about your own life and questions you may be asking yourself. There's a powerful benefit to physically writing in a journal. It slows your mind down and makes you think in more practical, concrete terms. It allows you to stop thinking in circles and thus actually grasp and understand what you are thinking and feeling. It actually harnesses several dimensions of the brain that are only engaged when you are writing, when you are journaling. So the first thing I do as I'm sorting out the now, the next, the never, is I use a page every day in my journal. The second thing I do is I have a person in my life because relationships are the number one way to achieve personal change and transformation. Real, in-depth, personal relationships validate who you are and where God is taking you on your journey with Jesus. A real-life human relationship where you can talk and be fully honest, seen, known, and supported and encouraged in your life journey will help you to know the now, the next, and the never. And this can be someone who's discipling you. It can be someone who is mentoring you. It can be a counselor. It can also be a life coach, a spiritual director, a close personal friend. This can be someone you meet with in person or virtually, you know, online. This person must be someone you can be gut-level honest with. Honest about your struggles, your challenges, your doubts and fears, your joys and your hopes, your aspirations and your dreams. And then the third thing you need, you need a page, you need a person, and then you need a plan. Spiritual growth and formation always takes a plan. So having examined now, next, and never, we must allow what we've discovered and uncovered to influence and determine a plan for the new year. A plan is simply a way of life for the current year. Uh, in spiritual circles, it could be called a personal rule of life for 2022. A structure of intentionality to support growth and change. Like a garden trellis, the structure itself has no ability to impart life, but a plant seeking to grow 
needs a structure to have healthy and continuous growth, something to hang on to, something to share the weight, something to increase exposure to light and air, something that ultimately increases the fruit that is born. So many people adopt a Bible reading plan, a structure that enables and guides, and so we can do the same for our life. We can have a plan which gives your findings about now, next, and never an opportunity to bring fresh new growth in your life and in your journey with Jesus. So, page, a person, a plan. And in the center of all this, examining and thinking and processing and planning, you're looking at the new, the next, and the never. And then a page every day, a person, and a plan. In the center of all of that must be the Word of God. Because Jesus said in John 6.63, The Spirit is the one who gives life. And the words that I have spoken to you, in other words, the Bible, are spirit and they are life. And so in 2022, we must have God's word at the center of our life, at the center of everything that we plan, so that we can experience his life and have abundant life as he promised. John 10.10, 10, I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. So let's experience and celebrate that abundant life in 2022. And to, and to do so, we need to look at the now, the next, and the never, and write down our thoughts on a page, talk about our life with a person we trust, and plan for the year that we're now entering. So let me end with a personal note. I know that many people hate journaling, or find it less than helpful. And I know especially that many men have tried it and have not continued with the discipline of journaling. But I also know the deep and tremendous benefit of journaling. So I want to really encourage you on that page part that you would journal. And to help you journal better with life-changing results, I have posted online four articles they're called the 10 Tips for Beginners, Six Journaling Ideas, 58 Questions to Help You Journal, and the fourth paper I put up online is one called Journaling Prompts. These four teachings, which I haven't taught but I've written, will help you to kickstart, jumpstart, the journaling that you need to be doing to allow the plan of God that you want to grasp in 2022 become a reality in your life. So there are four articles planned posted at www.ralphhowministries.com 10 Tips for Beginners, 6 Journaling Ideas, 58 Questions to Help You Journal, and the fourth one is Journaling Prompts. If you have problems finding it, you can text me at 306-536-9574 and we will send you the links. I hope that you will take seriously 
this encouragement to look in your life as you begin a new year. Look at the now. Look at what's coming next, because God isn't holding back and hiding his plans for your life for this coming year. And look back at last year and see what you should never repeat. The now, the next, and the never. And that you would take some time to record your thoughts and your feelings on a new page in a journal every day. That you would find yourself a very close friend that you can be totally yourself with. So find a person to help you in this journal and in this journey. And that you would make a plan to move forward and grab, grab hold of the plans of God for your life in this coming year.